What is going on, everybody? It is Sarmo. I am still in Destin, Florida on my annual family reunion. So today I'm bringing on my grandfather who has instilled so many of the conservative values that I have today. He is going to be speaking some truth and some wisdom. Make sure to leave a review if you haven't. You can check this out on YouTube. This is the Speak Truth Without Fear podcast. What is going on, everybody? Today, I got my grandpa. I call him Papa. He's or Tomcat. <laughs> yeah, either way, it's okay with me. Either way, it's okay with this sly dog. Yeah. <laughs> um, every single so every single year, my grandpa. He he's what what year is this now for the well, reunion? Well, this is the twelfth year that we've had family reunions. Twelfth year. So yeah. twelve twelve years ago, he was like, "Hey guys, listen." I saved up all this cash for the fam, but I'd rather spend it where we can every single summer, you know, take us out. And so for 12 years now, there's about, what, 37? Well, there's, there's 29 of us. 29, so there's 29 of us here today. Um, today. And so all the cousins, uncles, aunts, and everyone is here under one house. Yeah. And we are a Greek family. My and my. It, we get it from my grandpa. He is a crazy man. He's always singing. He's always dancing. He's the life of the party. Ole. Ole. <laughs> Every time we go to dinner, he's probably standing on a table, yeah. figuring out a way to dance. Yeah. It's uh, it's always a good time. But no, I wanted to bring you on, Papa, because okay. I wanted to hear your story. And okay. um, you know, we've we've talked a lot about a couple things. Yeah. And so, well, first of all, yesterday was my grandpa and grandma's sixtieth year anniversary that i mean like that alone is like really sets a standard high for all your grandkids you know it's like hey listen no matter what because i'm sure you guys went through some problems grow we all do you know all, all families have their problems but uh we work out of it you know yep so, exactly and you, and you and negotiate yeah. Wait, wait one night. And then the next morning, you kiss and wake up. You, you guys, we, we got that routine. Set. We got the routine going. Oh my gosh, I absolutely love it. But yeah, he, we've been doing this now for for over a decade, and you know we're gonna definitely keep doing it. But it's it's one thing that I'm one thing that my grandparents have always always taught us is that family is everything. You know, God is number one, and then family, and that's why it's pretty incredible that. You know, even all the cousins, like, you know, we're all, we are all insanely close. We talk throughout the week. And a lot of that is because my grandparents have made, made ways for all of us to see each other multiple times a year. And that's why we are really close. And, you know, family is a huge thing, especially in a time of crisis when the world's going crazy. If I couldn't imagine going through what this country and the planet is going through without family. That's right. You know, family is number one, really. After, yep. after God. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, cool. Well, so you are Greek. I, you know, I'm half Colombian, half Greek. Mm-hmm. My grandpa and his, well, his parents came over here from Greece. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would love to hear, just tell that story a little okay. bit, a little bit about okay. why, you know, we call, um, Papal's parents, I call them Yaya and Papu. Okay. Um, and why, why Yaya and Papu decided to come over. Okay. And your, yeah, the story. Okay, well, in uh, 1927, uh, my dad was living up in Drama, Greece, 
And uh, at that time, uh, there was a war between Turkey and Greece, and Turkey overran uh, his village. And so he went to a seaport in Greece, and he had two brothers who lived in Cincinnati, and they sent him money to uh, come over to the States. Well, uh, my dad uh, got his ticket, and then he had $38 in his pocket, and he got on the ship, and he came into Ellis Island. Wow. And then my mom, uh, she lived in a place called Gallipoli, and it was a real big battle there, by the way. Uh, they, uh, Is that they, World War II? World War One. World War One. World War One. And... Uh, my, my mother lived in a very large home. My, my, his father, her, her father was very wealthy. He had a merchandise store. But then the uh, uh, Turks started bombing Gallipoli. Wow. And so they had to leave their home and they had to live in the woods for a couple of days until the bombing stopped. But at that time, uh, uh, things were, they came back home and there was, everything was gone and so uh, some of the brothers and sisters uh, somehow got uh, transportation to come to the States. Uh, my mother also went to Ellis Island, and uh, both my mom and dad went to Cincinnati because that's where my dad has his brothers. And my mom and dad met there at the Greek Orthodox Church in Cincinnati, and shortly thereafter uh, they were married in uh, uh, 1929. And uh, two years later, uh, uh, they had the first boy, and then uh, uh, my twin brother and I were born in 1933. Wow. Mm -hmm. So that's, man, so I mean, what, what did, what values would you say that your parents instilled in you? They came from Greece. They know what poverty or war looks yeah. like. I mean, you told me a story that, you know, one time they were bombing your, your mom's village yeah. and they had to run into the woods yeah. and live in the woods for yeah. two days yeah. just to make sure they could stay alive. That's right. You know, they were really uh, worried because the bombing was so intensified, so they had to get out of their home and out of Gallipoli and go into the woods. But uh, they, uh, in, in, the, in Cincinnati, uh, Dan, uh, he had his thirty-five dollars, and uh, but he had thirty. A thing with that, he came over with thirty-five dollars. Yes, and then uh, his his two brothers were living there, and uh, they helped him get started. Uh, the first job my uh, dad had was boat house coffee, boathouse coffee. A boathouse coffee? Yeah, wow. and uh, he was a salesman there for about a year or two. And then he made enough money to start a restaurant in Norwood, Ohio. It's in greater Cincinnati. And for, and my dad had that restaurant for 45 years. Uh, wow. Dad was, you know, he, he got up early in the morning and he was at the restaurant about 6 o'clock. And uh, he, he would work until about 1 or 1.30. And then he would come home and nap for about two or three hours, and he, he would go back to work at five o'clock and stay till about nine or nine thirty. And uh, he was doing that seven days a week. And, Hold uh, on. So you. So I mean, this is this is incredible. So, so Papu was came over here with yeah. thirty five bucks. Yeah. He started a boat coffee rental. He was yeah. He was yes. He was. Or you know yeah, he's working yeah. that. A sales rep. For, he he for, was a sales rep. Yeah. He saved money. Yeah. He worked his butt hard. Yeah. And then he started his own restaurant. Yes, in, in, in Norwood, Ohio. In Ohio. Yes. And Dad was quite a guy. I mean, you know, like, for example, uh, when we were growing up, we all worked in the restaurant. 
and sometimes I, you know, I, I would work a long hours, and then what, you know, I thought my dad might give me a, a, a dime to take the bus home, which was about a mile. But he said, you walk home and you go help your mother out. <laughs> so my dad was like a very, very productive and, uh, uh, you know, he was... And that's where you get it from. That's right. He's very, you know, he, he, he didn't... A rule's a rule and a rule is clear and the penalty's severe if yeah. you don't follow his way, you yep. know. And then uh, my mother was very soft, though. You know, she tried to keep everything nice, and, you know, and she, you know, she was very good at that. And so, but we grew up, and in that restaurant business, it was very good, and especially during the Second World War, where uh, my dad had a restaurant that seats about 100 people. And during noontime, we had three turnovers in that restaurant where people would come in and fill up at 11 o'clock and then at 12 o'clock and 1 o'clock. So uh, the restaurant was doing real good and we had good evening business. And also, next door to my restaurant, the restaurant was a bank. And my dad's best friend was a teller there, or a, maybe a vice president. And he encouraged my dad to buy stock back then. And that really? was back, you know, right during the war and you couldn't spend much money. So all the money dad was making, uh, he put in the stock market. Yeah, got and it. And so <laughs> uh, after the war, all that stock multiplied and multiplied and uh, the restaurant business was flourishing. And so uh, uh, my dad from the $35 that he had when he came over here, he was, he had over a million dollars easy. Wow. And so, uh, uh, you know, it shows that if you come over and you work. Yes. And work, and sometimes two jobs. See, you know, a lot of these Greeks, I can't believe, like when I lived in Fort Wayne, they came over, these displaced persons, and they all got work, and all of a sudden they buy houses, and they got families, and the kids are going to school, and I said, how wonderful it is when, you, when you're productive. You know, when you work, yeah. you get results. If you don't work, then you're flat. You right. Know, you know. So, so, I mean, so what is your perspective then on, you know, because there's a big rise right now in America of accepting socialism, Marxist ideas, where like, you know, Ronald Reagan, one of the things he said is yeah. one of the scariest yeah. things the government could say is, you know, we are here to help. Yeah. We are the government. So, like, I mean, what do you say to, to you know, even a lot of people my age, they are yeah. they are for these positive. Yeah. And a lot of times I do believe it's because they've been indoctrinated through the education system. Right. Um, and they're just not inf yeah. well informed on the issues. Right. But what you well, Jordan, you know, it sort of scares me because I think back to Egyptian times and Rome and, and Greece and Spain and you know Great Great Britain and all these all these countries they were number one and all of a sudden yep. they went over the sh and they went down they crashed and I'm a, and they crashed and really it scares me that our country you know has been number one for so many years but going into socialism I can't understand. Uh, why people would like to go into socialism ideas because they could look at Venezuela, they could look at Cuba, yep. they could look at, you know, any country that went into socialism, you know, they went downhill quickly. They did. And why should our country do the same thing? I mean, my gosh, we have everything here and why get involved in something that doesn't work? We all know it doesn't work, except a few people that are in government now, yep. and they're trying to encourage us to go that way. 
that will take our country down yep. and uh, China and Russia and uh, Korea and all these countries will be ahead of Japan yep. will be ahead of us it's, it's, it's not bad that we're down there but there's no reason to be down there yes. because we have a, a beautiful country made of immigrants yes and we've all you know, it's so wonderful to have all this ethnic people and they're all you know coming together and they're living together and uh, even the black people, uh, you know, they have been, you know, moving up the, the ladder. And, you know, you see all these doctors and lawyers who are black. You see all the professional yeah. um, basketball players and football players and baseball players. And you, so uh, you, our country is beautiful. Yeah. And why, you know, take it down the, down with socialism? Right. I know. It's... It's, it is a heartbreaking thing, and it, it does feel like it's like a planned attack on our country. It is. It's you know? a planned attack. And why would these people that come over, like these three or four women in Congress, I, I can't understand why they're so hot on something that doesn't work. Right. I know. It it's it's never been proven. I know. Like, can, can you give us yeah. one yeah. country, yeah. like just one nation where communism yeah. Yeah. or socialism worked? And Work. Candace yeah. Owens, in her yeah. book, she yeah. said... Socialism is the theory to communism, yes. as in you yes. know, free yes. markets yes. is the theory to yes. capitalism. You're right. But the difference between communism and socialism is it, so, communism you are forced you're forced in. That's right. To believe it, That's and so right. where right. socialism you voted in. That's right. And so the moment we voted in, there is yeah. it is very hard. It will call it will take blood spill to yeah. get out of the com yeah. you know the yeah. and we've seen that just in, in history. So. Man, that's incredible. So, I mean, do you do you believe then the youth of this nation have it so much? I mean, because right now, you look at America, you feel like we are we are going through World War Three right now. We're pro they're protesting over everything in the book. Yeah. Where before, back in the early 1900s, they're protesting for literal war. Yeah. And right now, like we have, Trump was in office for the last four years, didn't start one war. Right. You know, and now Biden's in, and now we're here, and he might That's want to right. go into Syria again and hit in the Middle East. Yeah. I mean, do you believe that we are living at the, you know, one of the greatest times, the most peaceful times in history? Yeah. Or what? Well, you know, things don't look good right now. They don't. You're and right. I hope uh, the government changes and go back to what where it was because we were doing so well, and uh, now we're, you know, we're going downhill. Yeah. But you know, one other thing I want to share with you, Jordan, was that all these people have come over from the world to our country and were productive. You know, the parents, you know, raised the people. They had, you know, morals. They had, you know, the do's and the don'ts of life. And uh, one thing that happened is that all these uh, foreigners, the Greeks and all of them, uh, they, the parents wanted them to go to college. Yeah. And uh, that was one plus because like my dad, you know, he, all he cared about is that his three sons go to school. And so we all went to college and, you know, and if we didn't, uh, he would, you know, get the whip out and uh, <laughs> make us... <laughs> he whipped that ass. <laughs> uh, yeah. And so all, all the boys uh, went through school. And of course, today... You, you, you know, college is, I'm, I'm not sure how important it really is today because you could make a good living not going to college. Yep. And some people go to college just for the social life. Right. So th that's changed too. But uh, the thing about life in general is that 
you have to uh, be spiritual and believe in, in God and Jesus, uh, and then you, then the family. Because yes. you know, I have never seen people with wealth that have everything, but they're not happy campers. Some of them go and shoot themselves uh, because they're so unhappy, and they don't realize that nothing is more important than the family. Come the on. family is, you know, that th that brings togetherness. It brings. Uh, that you you have companionship, yes. you have security with the family, you have love with the family, yes. and you have ways to make decisions with the family, and all your psychological needs are met with family life. Come on, and it makes you so uh, warm inside. Yeah, to know that the family is together and having you know uh, enjoying life. And you see that family, especially in Europe, like in Greece and all these countries, Bulgaria and uh, Poland, and, you know, the family is really the most important thing. It really is. And our country, another reason why we're going downhill is because the family is not number one. Yeah. And, you know, uh, you could tell where there's problems is when the family breaks down. The divorce rate. And the divorce rate gets high and the family goes down. And that's another reason why our country, yes. along with poor government, has gone downhill. It's so true. Like you hit on two things. You said one, you don't necessarily have to go to college anymore to that's get right. wealth, which right. college has become one of the leading indoctrinating machines, systems yeah, yeah. for this Marxism, for this socialism. It's unbelievable that these college professors are teaching that. I mean, it's, I, I can't believe it. Yeah, I know. And they know it's wrong too. And in their brains, how can they even share that with their students? Literally. And then, yeah. and then you know, you have, Mar you know, Marxism, or even we see, we even see, I believe, in the 1960s, the divorce, 75 percent of African American marriages were would stay together. Yeah. Where now it's down into the low yeah. like 40s. Yeah. Right. And the reason why is because the government has given. You know, just through through so many different socialist programs, yeah. they've encouraged the man to yeah. leave the home yeah. and the mom to be a single mom, and yeah. they've broken the family unit up. Amen. Which is why you have a fatherless generation. You have majority of Hispanics yeah. and, and 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 people that right. depend on these socialist yeah. government programs right. to pay their bills. And then they, they, the man is not stepping up as the yeah. man. There's an attack on masculinity now. I can't yeah, even say the word right. today. That's right. that's right. And you know where it's like. Could you imagine if Tomcat wasn't Tomcat? <laughs> We'd be in a lot of trouble. Well, I, uh, I just appreciate life, and I, I really know that happiness comes with family. I agree. Family yeah, is yeah. family is the most important yeah, thing. Yeah. And and you like I mean just as your grandson, you are you've been a leading testimony of that for you know I see it from the way that my parents have raised yeah. me and my my, my mother because my mom is. Uh, your oldest, That's right. um, and my mom has always we've all these family traditions and instill all these values that I know that came from my grandpa and my grandma, um, and you know even here we're here at family reunion you might even hear some background noise because people are in the pool and we're yeah. there's 30, 30 of us in this in this yeah. in this building, yeah. um, but you've made sure that the family unit not just like the core like in, like. Yeah. The entire family yeah. has, and we are so close because of that. That's and, right. and that's, and we have a lot to thank you for that. Well, I appreciate that. Bro. So, thank all right, you. a couple quick fun, uh, okay. fun questions. Okay. Uh, number one, what do you think of Joe Biden? 
Well, Joe Biden, you know, he, he, he might be okay as a, as a person, but boy, his policies have just, you know, he stopped the wall and, then, you know, that border is such a mess now. Yep. He stopped the pipeline and the gas goes up a dollar a gallon. And, uh, you know, he, he, he has done really so little to really improve our country. I mean, everything that he's done has been negatives for the yep. growth of our country. And so really, I can't wait till he gets out of office and, you know, we get a conservative president that really is conservative and our country will go back uphill. But I, you know, I can't wait till that happens. Right. Yeah, that's good. Okay, so then, I mean, how you're... You're hitting what age age wise? Well, I'm 88 years 88 old. 88 years old. And this guy plays tennis every day. He's freaking. Well, you ride a your bike. I, I, I ride a bike seven miles every day. Seven I, miles every I, single. Uh, I, I play tennis six days a week, but I go to church on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> That's because of my grandma. Yeah, I just, and I just so, joking. And uh, my, uh, you know, my, my life is good. I, yeah, I really yeah. appreciate every day I live, and uh, I try to keep myself physically fit, yep. and I try to eat the, the right foods. I try to go to bed at the same time, get up at the, the same time in the morning, uh, stay away from a lot of sugar, and, uh, you know... No, you're, so you're, you're, you are taking the proper means to stay healthy, so even... Oh, fine. that's all right. That, that, we'll, that's we'll, let, we'll let it. We'll let it go. For and a usually, most of my calls are unknown, so I just hang <laughs> up. So uh, be patient for a couple of rings, and it'll go away. I love this. <laughs> this is. I mean, we're, this is live, baby. We're doing this live. <laughs> right. He so, said most of these are. They're just unknown calls. And so, so I just hang up, and I, you know, I, I, I can't stop them from coming in, but I certainly <laughs> don't answer. That is hilarious. <laughs> um, okay, so with that, I mean. Health is a big part of your life. Yeah. Coronavirus happened 2020, which was horrible yeah. for the yeah, whole planet. Right. Um, I mean, you know, you know, on that virus program, I tell you, what I would have done, I would have done nothing. I would have just lived through it, and it would eventually take care of itself. Yes. But what we did, we closed down our country, and that was the worst thing we could do. If I were the president, I would say everything goes. Yes. And you know, and so. Uh, that was a major mistake to shut down our country. I completely agree. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Trump always said we can't let the solution yeah. be bigger that's than right. the problem. That's right. And that's what ended up happening. I mean, yeah. depression rates are up, suicide rates are up, businesses yeah. are shut down. I was living in Los yeah. Angeles. All my friends that are musicians, yeah. they are all left LA because yeah. they couldn't afford yeah. it. Yeah. My barbershop closed down. Yeah. Like these are all because of a virus that we have a 99.98% chance of survival. Yeah, right. You know, there's like, you know, the homeless people is a, a much more major problem, and we don't close down our country because we have homeless people exactly. all over the world. Uh, we, you know, and so really, uh, and we should keep everything going. And what we did was a major mistake. I agree. I completely agree. It was it was a major mistake. So then, with with that being said. Um, I know you guys can probably hear a lot of noise right now. It's just because we are in a house with a bunch of people, but we're we're almost we're almost gonna wrap this up. One more, I want to do one more question. So, okay. when did you get vaccinated? You know, you're... no, I didn't because uh, well, my wife's a nurse and uh, she just, my grandma's a nurse, yeah, and so she felt that uh, she wasn't really sure about the you know the. Uh, uh, the, back, the, the vaccine was really healthy for you, and she she just felt let's leave it alone, and so we haven't done it. And of course, 
you can look at uh, 29 people in this house, and none of us have yeah. the vaccination, and none of us got the virus. You know, so yeah, so yeah, example. exactly, and that's yeah. because you know, we, you know, and you guys are doing healthy, organic ways to protect yeah. your guys' self. So you're not living in fear. No, no fear at all. Like, do you even think about it? You're just no, like, no, no. The fear is uh, the worst thing that people should have. I mean, anyone that has fear. Uh, I feel sorry for him. I, I, I do. I, I feel sorry agree. for him. Wow. No, that's, that's great I advice. I have no fear. Well, if there's any last final thoughts from the Tomcat Papaw, if you could tell, give the, the one diamond nugget of advice to anyone that's listening that's in their 20s or their 30s, what would, you, what would you tell them? Well, I would say don't smoke and watch your drinking. Just drink a little bit, but don't drink a lot. And then... Get a lot of exercise, and uh, uh, I think if you do all the, these things, uh, you, you'll live a good life. You'll, you'll be proud of your body, but the people that overeat and the people that smoke and the people yeah. that drink so much and the people that take drugs, I mean, drugs is a much bigger problem than yeah. the virus, and here we're closing our eyes to the, uh, to the drugs that are coming into our country, and we're worried about a virus, my gosh. What a dumb thing to Seriously. let all these drugs come into our country and they're killing our youth. Yes. I mean, our youth is going into all these communities and being homeless. I mean, it's a, it's a major problem. The virus is almost nothing compared to the homeless people. That is that that's yes. like that yes. is so true. I know. It, everything is perspective. Yes. Everything yes. is perspective. It certainly is. So that's what I uh, I pray that uh, uh, our country goes back to where it should, and th that uh, uh, we're going to live a good life. Yes, amen. Well, that is the episode for today. A big thanks again to my grandfather for taking the time on vacation to speak some truth. Uh, don't forget, go to www.speaktruthwithoutfear.com. You can put in your email. That's one way we can connect with you outside of the filters of big tech and social media. And again, we have a support page on our website. We, hand, we do everything. We're self-funding this entire organization, all the podcasts, all the content. We're doing this, and we cannot do it without your all support. Again, thank you to everyone for all the encouraging words and messages we have got over the last couple weeks. We love you, and we will see you on Wednesday.